The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 28. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples for all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, thank you for teaching us about how to have godly relations with each other as you have a relationship as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Vince Lombardi, coach of the Green Bay Packers, would hold up a football at the beginning of every season. And he would say to these professional football players, this is a football. The point was, you start with a foundation, and everything builds on that. Jesus' text today starts in the mountain of Galilee. Mountains, when you're reading the New Testament, Mountain always is a key word to follow. What follows is very important. And so this is Jesus's, this is a football. This is faith. And then he talks about the Trinity. Today's Trinity Sunday. Last Sunday was Pentecost, red. The Spirit has come. The Spirit has gone into the world. And we are empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. And in this text, the church is empowered, commissioned to make disciples by baptizing them. That means go into the world and make the world wet for foreigners, for all people that we meet, that all may enter into the kingdom of God. And making people wet has a formula, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's been going on for centuries. The authors of the New Testament didn't have a Trinitarian theology And as you heard me say to the kids, the Trinitarian theology is hard to understand because how can three images of God be the same God? But that's what it is. So since the third century, we, the church, have been trying to wrestle with what does it mean to believe in a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Bishop Frederick Borch says, quote, 
There are probably a number of people who imagine that the idea of the Trinity was thought up by theologians in their ivory tower. But in fact, the process worked out pretty much the other way around. Practicing believers and worshipers of God were driven by their experiences with God's activity to relate to God in several different ways. Creation, the Word, and the going out of the Holy Spirit. So these believers came to insist that God had to be recognized in those different forms of the relationship with creation, like different peoples are related to other ways, that the divine, where there is God, there are not three gods, but one God, one God of all, the biblical God. But it's been given to theologians to try to explain it to us. And that's what they've been doing, trying to explain it, because it's a mystery. So why did the early Christians figure out that God was seen in three ways? I like the idea of the Trinity that it's social, three parts. It's a relationship between God who is one, but seen in three ways. Stephen Boyd in The Feasting on the Word compares Arius's view with that view of Athanasius. Does that last name sound a little familiar? Look in the front of your hymn book. The Athanasian Creed is there. So these two early church fathers, Arius says that God was singular and simple, that God was impenetrable, incapable of change, or incapable of suffering. And Athanasius came along and said, no, there are many ways to understand God and the oneness of God. And Athanasius said, God is not an isolated God, but a God from eternity, from eternity that is in relationship. So, we have God who is seen in three parts, and as we study and look at God, we see that there is an inner being to God. And that inner being is one who loves a relationship. German theologian Moltmann says, the triune God is a God in social relationship, rich in inner and outer relationship. It is only the living God that it's possible to say that God is love, for love is not private, but presupposes those who are different and joins those who are different together. So if the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are bound together through eternal love, then that unity consists 
in their oneness with each other. That's a fancy way of saying God is love, and love can never be private. Love is always for the other. And when we are touched by God and that love, we are transformed. For it is God who reveals Jesus. It is God who sends the Holy Spirit. It is God whom we call one God, mother of us all. So we have a triune God. And in this text today, we also have a command to go and baptize. The command is actually, as you are going, baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As you are going, as we are in relationship with other people, as we are going from church to work, as we are going from home devotions out into the world, as we are going, we share Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And in that phrase, we have baptism. Baptism and teaching go together. That's the command. Churches that baptize infants receive promises that the baptized will be taught. Remember what we just said from parents and sponsors and congregation? We will bring faith to Ella. We will bring faith to every child and adult that is baptized. We are not just baptizing into the membership of faith. We are baptizing into the teaching. And teaching is more than just knowledge. We build our faith from knowledge, but we also build our faith from values. We not only need to know what Jesus did and said, but we need to take those teachings and hold them close to us. Because values are caught. They're not necessarily taught. When you have kids and, and you do something wrong and you say, don't do as I do, but do... Don't do as I say, but do as I do. That's catching the value. And that brings us to believers or disciples. I think that only disciples of Christ can teach other people how to be a disciple. You want to plant that has a seed that grows the same plant. You're all farmers or close to it. If you want a disciple, the seed that comes from that disciple is the same stuff that grows the next disciple. And what are those seeds? Those seeds are daily prayer, weekly worship, Bible reading, 
service to others, spiritual friendships, giving, and sharing an invitation. That last one is really important because if those other pieces of faith don't come together so that we can share it, something is lacking. Then we need to call upon the Holy Spirit to bring us into faith again. And when they saw him, the text says, they worshipped and some doubted. The actual translation, which is a little better, says, and when they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Worship and doubt are not separate. Not some people worship and some people doubt. It's some people worship and some people, the same some people, doubt. Worship and doubt go together. That's the power of how faith works. Jesus knows that as we go along, we will have doubts as we share the faith with one another. And we have doubts. It sounds kind of complicated, but it really isn't. We take God's presence in the Holy Spirit, and it's no more complicated than giving and receiving compassion. We share kindness and love with fellow human beings, and in that, we know the presence of God. St. Paul writes in, Cor- in Corinth, agree with one another and live in peace, so that the God of peace and love would be with you. The only way we understand peace and love from the triune God is to live in that peace and love and share it as we go along in our daily lives. So the world has a complaint. And the complaint is, where is God? Where is God is seen in us as we go along in our life and as we touch the lives of others, as we take our life and take on the pain and suffering of others, as we go in our life and we share kindness and love with those who are hard to love. Then, that God of peace and love is with us and filling us with grace and joy and life. Amen.